This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Live inside the Kia studios right now. Hour number two of Ready or Mott. I'm your host, Thomas Mott. I teased this during the last segment. Very excited to bring in Joe Rowles, who's a writer for the MileHighReport.com, live on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for the Denver Broncos versus, of course, our Atlanta Falcons in the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. What better way to get to know our opponent than to get someone who covers the Broncos on a daily basis? Joe, really appreciate you coming on here on a Monday. Yeah, happy to be on. Thanks for having me. So I want to start with the first-year head coach, Vic Fangio. He's now about, what, two weeks into his training camp, his very first training camp so far. What's been the overall impression of this defensive-minded head coach starting his new regime in Denver? People are really excited about him. Uh, I think there was a little bit of nervousness at first just because everyone else seemed to be going offense. But it kind of seems like everything he does, he has a really good reason for it. And honestly, the impression has been basically that he's He's waiting for this chance, and he's kind of been quietly taking notes on how to do it once he got the job. So everything he does really has a reason. Uh, one of the big changes that's, like, really refreshing is he's mixing up a lot of the young players are getting chances to run with the first-team offense, the first-team defense. So everybody's kind of getting a look with talent around them, and I think that's giving the coaching staff a good look at the rest of the roster. What's been the vibe overall in Denver from a fan standpoint? Because the AFC West is obviously stacked. you got Patrick Mahomes. You have uh, the Oakland Raiders. Could be kind of a new look this year in year two underneath John Gruden. Are fans kind of thinking wild card, dark horse playoff team? Or is this an eight-win team? What, what, what are the fans thinking around the organization? I think the impression right now is uh, basically if everything breaks right, Denver looks like they could be a playoff team. But I don't think anybody's necessarily you know buying tickets to a game in january or february just yet 
Uh, it's a tough division. But Pat Mahomes, he doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Phillip Rivers, I mean, the AFC West looks tough. And Denver's schedule is slated to be one of the toughest in football this year because we also get the NFC North. So, Getting to know our opponent here on Thursdays, we talked to Joe Rawls, the writer for the MileHighReport.com on the WadeFord.com hotline right now. Let me ask you about Joe Flacco. Obviously, first year in Denver, the former Super Bowl champion. He's got a new look offense. What do you expect from Joe Flacco this year in Denver? Well, the one thing that gives me a lot of hope with Flacco is the last time he looked really good on offense and overall was back in 2014. He worked in a system very similar to the one that Denver is now putting in. Uh, He worked under Gary Kubiak. Rich Scangarello, who's the offensive coordinator in Denver now, actually runs a system that is kind of like a descendant from that system. So that's the hope. Uh, So far in camp, he's he's kind of like he's been boring, but that's kind of been a fresh (laughs) – that's been fresh for fans because yeah. we had Case Keenum and then Trevor Simeon before that. So right now, as you look at the Denver Broncos squad that they've you know currently have on paper, I know that you know you, the Falcons and the Broncos have both been in training camp for over a week now, so we've gotten to see them play just a little bit. But on paper, give me one strength, one weakness of this team so far. The secondary for sure is going to looks like a strength. The safety position in particular is a lot deeper than I think people anticipated. Uh, the pass rush, obviously, with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, both looks really strong. Uh, they're, they've been terrorizing practice. The the big concern, I think, is the receivers. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is coming back from injury. Today was the first practice he had in 11-on-11, and all reports suggest he looks good. But last year, Denver's offense kind of cratered when he got hurt, and there's still a lot of questions kind of percolating around those guys. So I want to look forward now to the Hall of Fame game, obviously, on Thursday. Now, are you more of a Hall of Fame as an important game because, you know, the Denver Broncos and Falcons can get more practice time, an extra game in the preseason, or are you kind of like, eh, what's the point of having a fifth preseason game overall? I have mixed feelings about it. I'm, I'm excited. I think an extra game is going to be really helpful because it's a new coaching staff, it's a really young roster, those kind of things. On the on the other side of it, though, it's one more week where they could get hurt. Uh, Denver already lost Todd Davis for a month because of an injury. Uh, so hopefully they can kind of make it through five preseason games without getting too banged up. Are we expecting to see any of the uh, Denver starters get a drive? Like, could we see Flacco out there, Philip Lindsay out there, or is it going to strictly be backups in from the opening, the, the, uh, opening kickoff? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hogan, the backup quarterback, is expected to open the game. And then it's going to give way to Drew Locke and then Britt Rippon, who is competing kind of for a QB3 job with Kevin Hogan. Uh, realistically, everyone in Denver expects Drew Locke to be QB2 by the end of the preseason. But the only starters that look like they're going to play significant time will be the kicker, punter, and our long snapper. And then uh, a couple of the young, uh, younger players, Connor McGovern, uh, Denver center, has been having problems with snaps. There's reason to believe that he could play just because they're hoping to give him more time to get the hang of that. He's moving from guard to center, so there there could be some of that. Joe Rowles, writer for the MileHighReport.com, who covers the Denver Broncos, is joining us right now on the WaitFor.com hotline here on a Monday edition of Ready or Mott. You mentioned Drew Locke right now will be the backup going into the Hall of Fame game as he will be you know, the second-string quarterback most likely to start the season. How has he looked, the young quarterback out of Missouri here in his first couple days at training camp? Uh, he's been a roller coaster ride. I think everyone knew coming in he was going to have a lot of talent, and he's definitely delivered on that. He has clearly the most 
talented arm of everybody beyond Flacco. But at the same time, he's making a lot of the same rookie decisions that rookie quarterbacks make. Uh, on Saturday, Denver had their first open practice in the stadium, and he looked really good. And then he ended pra- he ended the practice with a pick six to Adam Gotsis, mm. and that's when Fangio ended practice. So, uh, so I think it'll be a roller coaster ride. Is this a scenario where Flacco's on a short leash and it's it's as simple as if he slips up even a little bit, they'll immediately supplant him with Drew Locke, or are they going to try to really sit Locke for the full season? How do you see this quarterback, not necessarily battle because Flacco is the number one guy going into week one, but how do you see Drew Locke mixing it in there if Flacco starts to struggle? Yeah, uh, it's one of those things, I think there's a lot of national pressure for Denver to move to Drew Locke just because the rest of the roster is pretty young. But the coaching staff, LA, basically everyone local is very committed to Flacco. I would think that if he stays healthy, he's probably going to start every game. But you never know if Denver completely goes up in smoke on offense. But I would, I would think Flacco will probably start at least 10 games, probably more. Let me ask you about the rookies other than Drew Locke. Who are some guys that we could see on Thursday against the Atlanta Falcons that Denver people will have their eyes on in, uh, in the Thursday night opener? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dalton Reisner very well could get some playing time. He's currently uh, slated to be a starting guard, but he's also our second-round pick. He was taking one pick before Locke. He'll probably play a little bit. Noah Fant is a rookie tight end. He's our first-round pick. He's been pretty exciting in camp. He's also had some issues with drops, so I expect him to get some time in the preseason. Uh, One big name that I think could really impress Denver is going to be Justin Hollins. He was a fifth-round pick for us. He's playing on defense, and Fangio and the coaching staff love him. He came out of Oregon, and he was an edge rusher, but he's been playing both linebacker and edge rusher for Denver's defense. So, uh, And then one other guy, and I, I fully expect him to have a good day, is Juwan Winfrey. He was a late, late pick. He was actually Denver's last pick, and he's been blowing up camp. He's been looking really good. Talk to me about this running back, Philip Lindsay, who was undrafted last year, comes in, plays out of his mind, gets uh, Terrell Davis's old number 30, and now just made, what, 68 on the NFL Top 100 list. What has he been yeah. like to watch as he's quickly progressed into one of the better backs in the National Football League? He's, he's awesome. He's electric. And he kind of, like, he feeds the rest of the team because he just has such a high energy. But, yeah, he's one of those guys that his, his acceleration and his top speed is so good. That if you give him a crease, he can find it and take advantage of it. But unlike a lot of really fast backs, he also has the vision to kind of set up his blockers and make the most of it. And one thing I really, I'm really excited to see this year is Rich Gangarello has been using him and Royce Freeman more as receivers. And he caught over 100 passes during his college career, so he definitely has hands. They just didn't use him enough at that last year, so... Joe Rolls, writer for the MileHighReport.com, joining me. I want to ask you one final question, Joe. We've been trying to get to know who we're playing on Thursday because Denver is not a team that the Falcons really face much, except for like once every four years. And it is a preseason game, and it's week one, but still there's a lot to break down in terms of both teams. If you had to give me a prediction on Denver's season, we talked about it earlier how it's a tough division, you know, just having a good season is, is what they're looking for right now. If you had to put a win-loss record on Denver's season this year, what would you put it at? I'm going to hedge my bet and bet on 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. I think they're going to hover around there. Best case scenario, they're 10-6, ten, ten barring like injuries to you know, Pat Mahomes, other people in the division. And I think worst case scenario, they, they kind of float down to like the six-win range. 
But they're going to hover right around there. They'll probably be tough in games, but they're probably going to lose a couple that they shouldn't. It happens. It's a young roster, not a lot of receivers. Passing game's a big question. Hall of Fame game this uh, this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, is the kickoff up there at Tom Benson Stadium in Canton, Ohio. And, I, hey, Joe, really appreciate you coming on. I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday night, and we'll see what happens on Thursday. Yeah, thanks for having me. Again, he is Joe R- uh, uh, Rowles, excuse me, writer for the MileHighReport.com. He covers the Denver Broncos at Joe Rowe underscore NFL on Twitter. And the guys up there in Denver for the Mile High Report do an excellent job reporting as uh, as I've been reading up on them, getting ready for, for this interview. So again, Joe joined us. We really appreciate him coming on. Coming up here in about six minutes, we'll jump back in to an audio overload. Man, I was at training camp today. As I've been saying, a ton of great audio. Dan Quinn met, met with the media. Matt Ryan met with the media. We'll get into some of the best sounds from day, was it six or seven of training camp up there at Flowery Branch? So don't touch that dial. The late night edition of Ready or Mott Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and 92.9 The Game.com.